Torah tells us the Moshe Rabbeinu took care of Atzmas Yosef because Hashbeya Hishbiyaz Ben Yisrael Emar, but Kod Yif Kodo Lekim Aschem Ahalisem Es Hatzmasai Mizeh Itchem. A few weeks ago, we mentioned the name of the Ragachova. They always used to send him, all the yeshiva guys used to send them letters, but kashas and shilas and learning. And on uh, a few occasions, they tried to get him involved in politics, and he avoided it. So the, one of the Talmidim sent him a letter. What does he say about the Shalashvuas? Shalashvuas are the three psukim at the end of Shir Shirim. And the Gemara interprets that one of the Shalosh is that the Jewish people will not force the issue to force the Umas to give us a Medina. So that was what the, the Munkatcher had the time against the Zionist movement that were pressuring the Umas So he asked him, what does he say about the Shalosh they meant? What does he say about Zionism? So he sent them a Shtigl Torah. He knew what they wanted. Sent him a shtigl Torah. How come? He says, I never took the Shavuah. I never heard from my parents, my grandparents, that they took the Shavuah. Here it says, Hashbeah, Hashbeah. Rashi quotes from the Tanaim, Hashbeah, 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 That Yosef knew that the brothers were not going to live so long for 210 years till Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So you had to have the brothers swear that they're going to have their children swear, they're going to have their children swear that they'll take care of it when the time's come for and when the time comes for Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But we never took the Shavu about uh, not establishing a Medina. So why is it binding? So the Raghachava answered that Yosef had the brothers take a Shavu that was Kodim Atentor, that was Kodim Tnisosim Laaretz. So there was only such a concept as Shavu Sayochid. There was no Tzibur of Klavisol at that time. But the Shavu that Shlom HaMelech writes about in Shira Shibirim, Shira Shirim, that Shavua was made by the nation, by Klali Sosa. That Shavua is binding on all the Doris Abboin. The Shavua from Kodim that's not binding on the Doris Abboin. There are two types of Shavua. There's the Shavua Sayochid and the Shavua Satsibur. So that's what Minhogim are based on. The Minhogi Hayochid then there are Minhogi HaKehila. So if the Kehila has a certain minig, so all the future generations who identify with that Kehila you can join a different kehila. Let's say someone is brought up as a Sephardi, he decides, he goes, he learns it in Ashkenazi yeshiva, wants to convert to become an Ashkenazi. Okay, isn't it? The Gemara says in, in Psachim, the Paramach, Mishinogu, there's a Minigamach and the Minigamach is binding, but if the person moves to a different kehila, and it's not Daito Lachse, he doesn't plan to come back to the original kehila, so then he's no longer bound by those Minogim, he's bound by these Minogim. The Gemara says, a minig is binding with the Rabbanon, mitam neder. Who took the neder? I didn't take the neder. The kehila, such a thing as a shvuas hatzibur. This is shvuas hayochid, shvuas hatzibur. So this whole idea that there's a concept of shvuas hatzibur, that's what the Rav Chabba says. It didn't exist, kai demat neder. On the occasion of mat neder, it says, v'yichan shamisan dagen haki shechad b'lei v'echad. Ol klai sobo mitzuref yachad. When they entered Eretz Yisrael, Eretz was the mitzaref of klai Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is our national homeland, so there are certain dinim, the Ramah has certain dinim that only apply in Eretz Yisrael. Agricultural mitzvahs only apply in Eretz Yisrael because that's the only country in the world that's important. But why is smicha? Smicha can only take place in Eretz Yisrael. Why has that to do with the farmers? Farmers usually are not the learned people who get the smicha. Why can smicha only be conferred in Eretz Yisrael? So the Gemara never explains why. So the Ramah, the Pirish HaMishnah, is in Paris. 
Daf Chavtes explains why. That when a Rebbe gives smicha to his student, it's not a private affair he's giving smicha. He gives smicha representing all of Klal Yisrael. So all of Klal Yisrael, that's only in Eretz Yisrael. The Jews and Chutz Lords have Kedusha Yisrael. Kedusha Yisrael is Kedushan of the Mitzvah Kedusha Yisrael is Mechaib, to observe the Mitzvahs. But Kedusha Yisrael doesn't necessarily mean that you're part of Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael, Ramam says, the Iketzir of Klal Yisrael, it's only the Jews who live in Eretz Yisrael. Where did he get this from? So the Ramah got it from the Gemara in the beginning of Masechus Horeus, when the Gemara talks about the institution of Parhalam Dovash al Tzibur. That if the uh, Chumash says in Vayikra, if a person does an Aver B'Shoigeg, he has to bring a carbon Chattas. What Aver did he do B'Shoigeg? He cheated in business, probably did it B'Mezit. He spoke Lashonar, did it B'Mezit also. What Aver did he do B'Shoigeg? So the Gemara says, only an Avera she'esh b'kores. Davish has done a kores. She'gigos ha'chatos. If he did an Avera b'shoig, which if he would have violated the Avera b'mezit, he would have been chayv kores. The Olam Advar Krisis, Hamur is batar, opening Mishnah Krisis. There are 36 Averas, which the punishment is kores. If a person violates an Avera b'shoig, which if he would have violated it b'mezit, he would have been chayv kores. That Meshagig has to bring a carbon chata. So, what if the Beznagodl made a mistake in Psach? They said a certain kind of chalav is mutter. A certain food is mutter to eat on Yom Kippur. That's also an Isid Kharis. And then a few million Jews violate Avera because the Rabbanut gave a Hashgachet. They said it's kosher. And then the Rabbanut backs out. The, the, the Beznagodl backs out. And they say, we made a mistake. So it comes out that millions of people violate Avera. Every person has to bring a carbon chata. So, the Gemara says it depends. If 51% of the tzibur violated the Avera, then the Beznagoro brings a parhalandor shel tzibur, and they all get a kapor. If 49% of the tzibur violated the Avera, each and every person has to bring, let's say, the, how many Jews are there now? It's uh, six, seven million Jews. Let's say there's six million Jews. So if less than half of them violated the Avera, every single person has to bring, even though it's not their fault, Beznagoro said it was mutter. By mistake, and the people follow the Beznagon. Each person has to bring a, his own carbon chatos. But if the Rav Hatsiba violated the Avera, because of the mistake of Saka, the Beznagon, then the Beznagon brings the Parhon, everybody gets a Kapur. So the Gemara says there in the beginning of Hayrus, when the Beznagon made a mistake in Saka, and you're talking about bringing a Parhon, only the Jews who live in Eretz Yisrael count. Jews who live in Chutzlars don't count. They have Kedusha Yisrael, but they're not part of Kalal Yisrael. Kalal Yisrael only applies to those who actually live in Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara learns that from a Pasuk and Sefer Malachim, that when Shlomo Melech built the first place of Migdosh, throngs of people came from all over, Kohol Godol, Melavoy Hamas, Adnachal Mitzrayim, from the northernmost point in Eretz Yisrael. Till the southernmost point, Nacham Mitzrayim. Nacham Mitzrayim, we just learned in, in the first parak in, in Gitten. Nacham Mitzrayim is the southwestern border. Rashi says that it's uh, Nile River. And Rab Sadi Gun and his commentary, Achumish, has much less than the Nile River, Vadi Al Arish. I remember when, right after the Sinai campaign, that was before you people were born, there was a Sinai campaign. That's when uh, France and England got angry at the Medina Sisor that they didn't consult them before they started the Sinai campaign. So they stopped supporting Eretz Yisrael. So that's what the Rabbana point out. When they stopped supporting Eretz Yisrael, there used to be a world power. 
used to be, I think, five world powers. It used to be America and Russia and uh, Britain and, and uh, France and uh, China, I forgot already what the fifth one was. So after they stopped supporting Eretz on the Sinai campaign, they're no longer a world power. France and, uh, France and England, they don't control anything in the world. I remember after the Sinai campaign, so Rabbi Gorin came to America to speak. He was not the chief rabbi of Eretz, so he was the chief rabbi, chief chaplain in the army. So he spoke, he said, we almost passed him like Rashi. The Nachem Mitzrayim is the Nile River. They could have, they could have, but they realized they shouldn't go so far. So, so it says, in the Pesach, Kol Gadon, Malavocha, Mosa, Nachem Mitzrayim, all the Jews came. And the Pesach says, by Parhal and Dovah Shetziv, Nelam Dovah Me'eni HaKol, the Kohol did the Aver, the Roif HaTzibur did the Aver. So the Gemara says, the Tziruf of the Tzibur, the Jewish Tzibur, is only those who actually live in Eretz Yisrael. Those who live in Chutzlar, have Kedushas Yisrael, but they don't, they're not part of the Tzibur. So that's what the Ramam explains, that uh, there are certain mitzvahs that apply only in Eretz Yisrael, not because they're agricultural mitzvahs. Smicha is not an agricultural mitzvah. Smicha, the one who's conferring smicha, is not a private affair. He's representing all of Kalal Yisrael. So you have to be, they both have to be in Eretz Yisrael. The one is giving the smicha, the one is receiving the smicha. They don't have to be there. You can send a letter and give the person smicha. But the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, the first peg, they both have to be in Eretz Yisrael. There are a few more mitzvahs like that. Kiddush HaChodesh, Hebra The Raman writes also, you need Eretz Yisrael, because the Tzibur, the Jewish nation, are the ones who make Kiddush HaChodesh. The beginning of the parsha describes the way the Jewish people are Yamsuf in front of them, and behind are the Mitzrayim, and there's no way to go. So they make a comment to Moshe Rabbeinu, not enough graves in Egypt that you took us out to the Midbar to die over here. So Rabbi Samson Eiffel Hirsch has a comment, and one, I don't think it's his commentary on Chumash, one of his other essays. He writes, the Jewish people were always known for their humor. And the reason why they needed humor more so than the Goyim. Most of the comedians are Jewish, I think. Clean humor. So the reason why is because when you're in a difficult situation, there's a, a Yamsuf in front of you and soldiers beyond you ready to kill you, you're going to die. So the only way to survive is to make a joke out of the whole thing. So that's why the Jews there said, not enough graves in Egypt. I didn't took us out to the mid, but to die over here. And that's about all the generations. That's, uh, that's the way it always was. The Jews, because they were stuck in difficult situations, they had a joke about it. That's one way to survive. The Mishnah in Sukkot describes when they had uh, the Nisuch HaMayim on Sukkot, that is to say special tefillahs. So the Mishnah quotes, the Rabbi says, they used to say, Ani bohu hoshia no. Ani bohu hoshia no. What does that mean, Ani bohu hoshia? It's a different, difficult ex- uh, uh, expression. So Rashi has a pshat. It's questionable whether it's really written by Rashi. Rashi has a whole comment that appears in the Zohar. The Zohar wasn't uh, discovered till a lifetime during the lifetime of the Ramban. So how did Rashi have the Zohar? There's something that it was added later into the Rashi. Rashi writes that there were three psukim and parshas, the beginning of parshas, b'shalach, v'yisa v'yova v'yait, and he, one, three psukim in a row, and each pasuk has 72 letters, 
And if you take the first letter of the first Pesach, the last letter of the second Pesach, the first letter of the third Pesach, that's one of the 72 names of HaKadosh Baruch Each name has three letters. Ani, is, Ani, Aleph Nun Yud, is one of those names. In Bahu, Vav Hei Vav is another name. So we're saying Hashem Hashem, Hoshiyono. That's another way. So that's uh, a famous Rashi in Sukkah. A Mem Hei Aleph, I wrote down where it is. Mem Hei Aleph. And that's uh, the source of that Rashi is the Zohar. This is a very common minig that when the Balkari lanes on Parshas Bishal, uh, he lanes as Yosher, so he, he doesn't follow the trap. He lanes with a cheerful marching tune. Ashir al Hashem ki So many communities, the minig is, that itself is a question. How do you have the right? That's not the correct trap. That's a problem. Same thing, a problem with the Tam Ha'elyon, when you lane as Heres Adibros, the tzibur, so you always line with the tamhelion. So the Mishnabur explains the tamhelion. You take a few psukim together and you treat them as if it's one. It's one dibur. So you treat the whole thing as if it's one pasuk. And sometimes you have two or three didim in the same pasuk, but they're three different dibras. So you treat each one of the dibras as a separate pasuk. So this is should be considered a violation of the din called psukim of the paske moishan not supposed to read lo sinof. It's not a whole pasuk. You're reading it as if it's a whole pasuk. And Rav Soloveitchik thought the other way is also a violation. If you take, he said, all the balakriya, many balakriya do this. They lay a few psukim together like a run-on sentence. They won't stop. They won't pause at the end of the self pasuk. They'll start reading the second pasuk right after the first pasuk without any pause. So he said it's also kriya shaloi kichsava. So that's a problem. How do you do? You have the right to lay. Who instituted this tamhel? You have a right to lay. Rav Soloveitchik said his father didn't allow them to lay tamhel. He only lay the regular trub. I think in his minion and in Boston, I think they used to lay nasheres adibras twice all the time with the tamhel. You went to tamatachton. So that's a that's an issue. So here is also a problem. You're laying with a different trub. Are you allowed to do that? That's a problem. So in many shuls, the minig is that not only does the balkari lay. The marching nigan for Oz Yashir, he there's a, a pasuk that appears, Oz Yashir is the beginning of chapter Tezvav in Pasha's Bishala. In the previous chapter, Yudalad, the chapters are from the Christians. That's not from our, we, the, the Chachamim had different chapters. If you look in the Torah Shlema, they tell you what the Jewish chapters are. These chapters, well, unfortunately, we use the Christian chapters, which often totally misrepresent the whole theme. They're going to have a new chapter in the middle of a whole story, which doesn't make any sense. But all the Gemaras, they printed in all the Gemaras, the Torah or, and all of Tanakh is based on the Christian chapters, so we have no choice. Not gonna, maybe Lossi Lava will be able to change everything over. But uh, now we're following the Christians, unfortunately. So in many shuls, the minigas at the Balkari lanes, there's a Pesach in chapter Yudalad that says, So many shows, the minigas, the Balkari lanes out also twice. <laughs> the Balkari lanes out also with the, uh, with the special nigan. So that Pesach appears twice in Perak, uh, in chapter Yudalit. That's why a lot of people like to say chapter, a uh, capital, 
instead of saying Perik, because Perik sounds like a Jewish thing. It's from the Christians. So if you say Kapitel, it's a dead giveaway. It's, it's from the Goyim. <laughs> a chapter. A chapter is from the Goyim. A Perik is from the Jews. So that Pasuk appears twice in, in chapter Yudalat. Once Pasuk Chavbeis, once Pasuk Chavtes. So I think that all the shows that I remember hearing the Kriyas HaTorah, they always say the Pasuk Chavtes, which is two psukim before Az Yashir. So because they're going to lay Az Yashir with this uh, marching tune, so they lay in that Pasuk also. So Rab Soleichik said that he thought that was a mistake. He said, but he came from in Eastern Europe. The meaning was they only said Pasuk Chavbeis with the marching tune. Pasuk Chavtes they would not say with the marching tune. And said the reason he was, as a child, he was a big, he was always very curious and very inquisitive. They would always ask, what's the reason for all the Minhagen? So he, he was told that even though the words are exactly identical and puzzle chavtes and puzzle chavtes, but the spelling of the word choma is different. And pasuk, in the first pasuk chavtes, it's spelled choma chesvav memhei male, and pasuk chavtes is spelled chosa ches memhei. So the medrash has a comment. Uh, on why is it spelled chaser? The whole Chumash was dictated to Moshe Rabbeinu, word for word, letter for letter. So the Gemara has a lot of times drushes based on Mali and chaser. How come Kadosh sometimes spelled with above, without above? Tahor sometimes spelled with above, without above. Why? So we have Dinim based on the fact that here it's Mali, here it's chaser. So here the Gemara has a comment why in Pasuk Chavtes is it spelled ches memhei? That's the spelling of the word chema, anger, kas. HaKadosh Baruch was angry because there was a fellow, Micha, who had an Abedazar in Sefer Shoftim in Navi. He had an Abedazar, he had Pesel Micha, and he had a church, and he had many Jews worshipping Abedazar. So the Gemara, the Medrash has the comment, the Gemara has the Medrash. Medrash has a tradition. Pesel Micha was there at the time of Itzias Mitzrayim, and HaKadosh Baruch made all the Nisim and the flaws that everybody should know, there's only one God in heaven above that has full control. He took out the Pesel Micha from Mitzrayim, and he used it later on, generations later. He used it to get all the people to worship Abedazar. So HaKadosh Baruch was angry. So how can you, Sir Absalvechik said, how can you use the happy, cheerful marching tune for the Pesach Chavtes? That's the Pesach. HaKadosh Baruch is angry at B'nai Yisrael. But it's Pesach Chavtes. There the word Choma is spelled with above. So there the Medish doesn't have such a comment. So that's why he came from, the meaning was that they only sang with the marching tune, the cheerful marching tune. They only sang it for the Pasuk Chavbeis and not for Pasuk Chavtes. Then after the whole Kriyos Yamsuf was over, it says, So the simple translation, Eisan, Eisan means Chozek, that the Yamsuf was flowing in a certain direction. And then by Kriyos Yamsuf, the water stopped. So the water kept on piling up higher, 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 because it was flowing up until that point. And after the Jewish people crossed over by Yabosha, and the Mitzrayim came, so then the whole nest was over. Yamsa went back to its original Koyach, strength, and it kept on going. What was piling up so high on, on this side kept on moving, and the Mitzrayim drowned. So the Medrash has a, the Ramam has a whole lesson in the Shemona Prokim. People should know what the Shemona Prokim is. The Ramam has a Pirish HaMishnayis that was written in Arabic. Those of us are not so strong in Arabic, so we use the Hebrew translation. 
So the Hakdama to the Pirish Hamishnais on Pirkei Avis is called the Shmaina Prokhim, because it has eight chapters. You could have picked a better name, but they didn't. It's called the Shmaina Prokhim. So the Ram has one whole chapter dedicated to this, that the Medrash says the word Eson, Aleph Yud Taf Nun, is the same letters as Tanai. That Tanai Hisna Kodesh Bocha in Mayam, when the Rabbanishon created the world, and Sheshis May Bereshis, he instituted a lot, a lot of Tanoim. There are two kinds of Tanai. We, we just learned the Tesis yesterday. Tanai Maisa Bidover Echad. We just had a Tesis that there's a Tanai Vim and a Tanai Meyachshav. A Tanai Vim, I say, I give a ring to a girl. I say, I remember Gadesh's Lee the day after finals, day after graduation. So there's such a thing as a Tanai, if and when, if and when it snows, when it snows. Then there's a Tanai if it snows tomorrow. So the Pasik says at the end of Aikulu, it's a difficult dictuk and the Pasik is the Ashabaralakim La Asos. So the Ibn Ezra shows that several times in Tanakh you have such a construction. Ashabalakim, Lasas means Ashabalakim vi Asa. That's what it means. Kivayama Zechapar Lechem, Litaher Eschem. What does that mean? So I think the Ibn Ezra says also, vi Taher Eschem. Sometimes you have such a grammatical structure. So the Beis Alevi has a famous comment. Not every Beis Alevi is so famous, this is a famous one. That the Mishnah says in Pirkei Abbas, that there were a whole bunch of things that HaKadosh Baruch created, Erev Shabbos, Bein Hashmoshes. What did he create? Bein Hashmoshes. The Pi HaBe'er, the Pi HaOsayin, all the Nisim Gluyim, that the Chumash speaks about in Tanakh, all the Nisim Gluyim. What is it? HaKadosh Baruch created the world we have. The Pesach appears in Tanakh three times. Chot Nasan, Velo Ya'avar, HaKadosh Baruch made Chukya HaTeva, and he himself doesn't violate the Chukya HaTeva. So what happened over here? HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu sometimes, once in a while, violates Chukya Teva. He made Chukya Teva, and once in a while, he changes it. So the Chacham had a tradition. No, he didn't change it. When he created the world, he created Teva. Then he put in a Tanai, a Tanai of him. If and when the Jewish people should come, the Yamsuf, the Yamsuf should split. So it's, it's, it, Yamsuf was a nest, but it's not the nest that occurred. A nest Nigla is not a nest that's occurring now. It's a nest of Briyas HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. The last thing he did, Arab Shabbos Bein Hashmashas, he, he put a Tanai into the Bria, if and when the Jewish people should come, this would happen. If and when Bilam should have an Asik with his uh, mule, so the Osan should open its mouth and start talking. All of the Nisim Gluyim, when you have a Nis Nistar, that Nis is happening now. Nis Nistar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu controls the world because the only thing that's not controlled by Chukya Teva is Bechirachavshis. People, human beings have the right, have, they don't have the right, they have the ability, they don't have the right. Human beings have the ability to choose to do good or evil. So that's Bechirachavshis. So that's not fixed in the world. When we are born, that's our dispute with all of the psychologists. <coughs> psychologists, Ruba de Ruba, do not believe in Bechirachavshis. They believe that every person is born as like a computer with a chip in his head. What kind of a girl is he going to marry? What's he going to do for a living? What kind of a city is he going to live in? Everything is already decided. 
It's already on the computer. Whenever an issue will come up, what kind of a decision is going to make? So they don't believe in Bechir Chavshin. So there's no Schar V'yonish. Bechir Chavshin is the reason why there's reward and punishment. Because we believe in Bechir Chavshin. <coughs> so the only way for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to intervene, to make a nice nigla, is to suspend people's Bechir Chavshin. Chavshin is the only thing that's not fixed in the world. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ramam explains in the Moran Nebuchim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu suspends someone's Bechir Chavshis, and he causes them to make a decision in a certain direction. So the Ramam gives a marshal. Someone works in a, in a factory where they manufacture ships. So his job is to tighten the screws that uh, shouldn't, the bottom of the ship fall, shouldn't fall apart. So HaKadosh Baruch suspends his Bechir Chavshis. He doesn't tighten all the screws. So another 25 years, this ship is going to sink because the, two, the screws are not tight enough. The water's going to go in, and whoever's going to be on the boat is going to sing. Why did the Rebbe Shalom suspend my Bechir Chavshin? I should do a miserable job. I didn't, I didn't do it on my own. Why did the Rebbe Shalom do that? Because he wants to drown some people who deserve to be drowned. For another 25 years, there, there's, a, there's a cruise, and there's Tzadikim and Rishayim signed up for the cruise. So Kodesh Bochus suspends the Bechir Chavshin of the Tzadikim, so they already bought tickets. So a week before, they go outside in the freezing cold without a coat and without a scarf. And they catch a cold and they have to cancel their, uh, their trip. Then HaKadosh Bochus suspends the Bechir Chavshis of the Rishoyim, who did not plan to go on that trip. And he puts a bug into their head. They should decide to go on that trip. That's the HaKadosh Bochus is not going to change Teba. HaKadosh Bochus himself doesn't change the Chulkei Teba. The only thing he intervenes is, is Bechir Chavshis, because that's never fixed. So people always have Bechir Chavshis. HaKadosh Bochus, like Vaychazek Hashem is laid para. Kodesh Bochur didn't give power the ability to have Bechirah Chavshis. He suspended his Bechirah Chavshis. Parah wasn't punished because of the Averis that he did when his Bechirah Chavshis was suspended. He was punished for the Averis that he did before. He wasn't given the opportunity to do Tshuva. Kodesh Bochur suspended his Bechirah Chavshis. Under normal circumstances, he would have done Tshuva. Kodesh Bochur decided not going to give him the right to do Tshuva. So that's what the Ramam explains. Sometimes Kodesh Bochur suspends Bechirah Chavshis as a punishment for a person who shouldn't have the ability to, to do tshuva. So here, that's what the base, that's what the Raman says, it's the same letters as Tanai. Tanai histan kodesh baruch mayam, and sheishis may bereishis. When the Rebbe created the world, he put a Tanai, what kind of a Tanai? A Tanai of him, not a Tanai me'achshav. If and when the Jews should come to Yamsuf and there'll be a need, the Yamsuf should split. So it was a miracle, but it was the part of the miracle, not a miracle that's happening now. If you have a miracle, uh, a Neis Nistar, a Neis Nistar is a miracle that's based on HaKadosh Baruch suspending one person's Chirochavshis, he doesn't tighten the screws. The other guy's Chirochavshis suspended, HaKadosh Baruch makes him go catch a cold and cancel his, his trip because he doesn't want him to drown. And then he causes the Russia to buy a ticket on the boat. He wasn't interested in going on the boat. He suspends his Bechir He hasn't gone on the boat. So this is what this HaKadosh Baruch Hu exercises Hashgacha Pratis in this world from behind the scenes by suspending people's Bechir here and there and by doing things that would have otherwise not decided to do. So that's what the base of Levis at the Pasuk says, V'chala Lekim Bayom Kodesh Bocha finished creating the world on Yom Ashvi. He finished on Yom Ashishi. On, Sh- on Shabbos, he didn't do Malacha. So Rashi says, HaKadosh Bocha knows 
every second. He knows when the end of Yom is and when the beginning of Laila is. So human beings don't know exactly when is there's a period of Ben Ashmashes. We're not sure exactly until what point Ben Ashmash, let's say half an hour after the Shkia, the first half hour. So, you know, so we don't know when is Laila. Is it right away, a minute after the Shkia, five minutes later, five minutes later, five minutes later? You don't know exactly where. Kaddish Bochum knows exactly when is the end of Yom and when is the beginning of Laila. So the Post says, HaKadosh Baruch finished creating the world that looked like he finished doing the Bria in Ben Hashmashus. Ben Hashmashus tells us like a Suffolk Shishi, Suffolk Shvi. HaKadosh Baruch did it all on Shishi, but if, for the human being who was watching, God the Mauritian was watching, then it seemed as if HaKadosh Baruch finished doing part of the Bria on Shabbos, but it was really Ben Hashmashus. So the Beis Levi says, what did he do? What did HaKadosh Baruch create during Ben Hashmashus? So the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, all the Nisim Gluyim, the Tanai was made, Bein Hashmashe. So he said, Beis HaLevi says, in the Sefer HaChum, Zasmei says, V'chal Lakim, V'shabar Lakim, La'asos. He created it now, La'asos later. The Chalos should be later. It was a Tanai, it was a Tanai of him, it wasn't a Tanai of Me'achshim. So that's famous from the, from the Beis HaLevi. Right before Az Yashiv, it says, By Amir Bashem of Moshe Avdoi. What do you mean they believed in Moshe? What they, what they believe in Moshe? So I remember when I was in high school in the Sijiva. I've been here since my bar mitzvah. <laughs> so I remember the Rebbe said he thought Pshat was just like Moshe Abbein, and they see in front of them. That's not Amunah. I see he's there. Hashem is invisible. So they believed in Hashem with such certainty, just like they saw Moshe man in front of their eyes. So we should be Hashem That's the mitzvah of Amunah. Mitzvah Amunah is not to take a leap of faith to believe in something that you don't know if it's true. How do you believe in something you don't know if it's true? We know that it's true. You have a historical tradition. I know my four grandparents and my grandparents knew their parents, probably knew their grandparents, all the way back. And there were several million people witnessing as a Makas, Makas Bcheres, there was Gil Shechina, Kriyas Yamsa, there was Gil Shechina, Maimon Hasein, there was Gil Shechina. So there were Shishim Rebo men between the age of 20 and 60, probably Shishim Rebo women also between the age of men and 60, 20 and 60. Then there were people younger than 20, then people older than 60. Then there was Erev Rav Olitam, there were a lot of people. There were several million people witnessed all of the Nisim and the flaws, and everything was demonstrated that God exists and there's only one God in full control of everything in the world. There's such a thing as Nevoah. Nevoah means God can communicate with man and man can communicate with God. <coughs> such a thing as Tfilah. Nevoah HaKadosh Baruch Hu communicates with us. Tfilah, we communicate with him. All the Ikari HaMunah, all the Ikari HaMunah were demonstrated on that occasion. So, what is the mitzvah of Amunah? Mitzvah of Amunah is Shavisa Hashem Negdi Samin. Instead of having that information tucked in the back of our memories, I always give it the same marshal. I, I don't remember offhand what my social security number is. My wife remembers everybody's phone, com- phone number, everybody's address, everybody's social security number. I don't remember. 
So I have to, sometimes you have to fill out a form. So uh, it'll take me a while till I remember what my, it'll take a while. If you ask me my address and my phone number, that I'll tell you right away. But uh, if you ask me my social security number, that's a, in the back of my uh, memory. We, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, and Muna means we should have this in the forefront of our minds. Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit. So be Amina Hashem, just like this on Moshe Rabbeinu in front of their eyes. That was a Vadais. It's not a question of belief. So they believed in Hashem because they knew that it was true. They all experienced the Esam Makas and the Gilish Rina. They made Hashem to the same extent that they believed in Moshe Rabbeinu. Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit. That's the mitzvah of Amuna. Rabbi was fond of the Rashi's comment on the Pesach um, in the Shira Zayam. <laughs> so Rashi quotes from the Tanah, The Kedusha doesn't begin with me. Every Jewish person has two levels of Kedusha. He has a level, his mother was Jewish, his mother's mother, his mother's mother, his mother, all the way back. When you have a mixed marriage, it depends on the mother. So everyone has a, everyone has a Kedusha's Yisrael that he was born with, if you're born a Jew, unless you're converted. Everyone was born with Kedusha's Yisrael. Then we have a din, if a person worships Avedazara, Mumala Avedazara, Dina Kakum. So what do you mean, Dina Kakum? I can tell the Chomets to him. A, person, a Jewish person converted to Avedazara. Or a Jewish person, Mechal Shabbos Beferes, says Dina Kakum. So I can, I can use him as the Shabbos guy when I need someone to do a malach on Shabbos Ayantav. No, he's Jewish. So with respect to some dinim, he say dinim kakum. With respect to other dinim, he say dinim Yisrael. So which is it? So the Absolvation can explain. There are two kedushas. Every Jewish person who is born to a Jewish mother, whose mother was mother, all the way back, mother was Jewish. So the person has a kedusha that he's born with. That kedusha, we assume he can't shake off. The word Ga'inim, we discussed it, right? The word Ga'inim, who are of the opinion that if a Jew converts to Avodah Zarah, then he loses his Kedushas Yisrael. And if he decides he wants to become Jewish again, he has to convert and do a Geris Torah. We assume that that passage in Ovis de Ramnosna, it's quoted in the Yerodei Hilchaz Gerim, that if a Jew became a Meshuman and he wants to become Jewish again, he has to convert. That's only a Chumr Medir it's not a din menater, but there were a group of goinim before the days of Rashi and Tesis, before the days of Rishon. There was a group of goinim who were of the opinion that he loses the whole kedushas Yisrael. So we assume that the two kedushas, the one kedushas that you're born with, so that you can't shake off even if you convert to another religion, you still remain Jewish. The Gemara quotes the pasuk in Yeshua when the Kodesh Baruch says when they violated the cherem on Yericho. So the next word, the first word they did for Kippur Sheretz Yisrael was Yericho. So Yericho, they with Nisim and the floors, the walls came tumbling down, and they conquered the city Yericho. And then they had the Mechem Masai. So the Jewish people lost the war. So Yeshua ben Nun asked Hakadosh Baruch, "How can it happen? You promised we're going to win all the wars with Nisim and the floors, Lamadam and Ateva." So Hakadosh Baruch says, "Chota Yisrael." So Gemara has a comment: "Alpha Pishochota Yisrael, Alpha Pishochota Yisrael." Who, even if the Jewish people did Averis, they still remain Jewish. So that's the Kedusha that, you, that you're born with. Then every Jewish person makes his own Kriya's bris with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A person develops a closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. No two people have the same level of closeness. Every person has. When we damage Manesu, we say like that. 
he is Elokeinu. We have a relationship with him. Elokeinu Seinu. Lo bitchilos hakedusha. The kedusha doesn't begin with me. So that kedusha that we have from our from our ancestors, our mother, our mother's 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 mother, all the way back. That kedusha you can't shake off. That you're born with Yisrael Afet Pishachat to Yisrael. But the kedusha that the person develops on his own. Then you say, Mumadinakakum. If he's annoyed with Abed Azar, he's Machal Shabbos Befeyesia. He doesn't have that Kedusha Sisrael. So then you have to figure out which didim depend on that Kedusha, which didim depend on the other Kedusha. You have different, uh, in Gitten, take for example, during the Crusades, they would kill the Jews unless they would convert to Christianity. So many Jews gave in, they converted to Christianity, and their wives did not give in. So the wife wanted to get from her husband, she didn't want to live with a Christian. So the husband would give her a get. So the shaila is, what if the husband husband is a mishumit? He converted to Christianity. Can he appoint the shliach to give the get? The din is a goy can't appoint the shliach. So is he dinik Yisrael or dinik Akam? Well, which kinyana does he have? There are gemaris, it's not negitin, gemaris in b'choris, and gemaris in hazav, and bab metziah per hazav. The different kinyana from a talpland for a Yisrael and a nochri. One Kenyan works on the top limb if the, if the parties are Jewish, and a different Kenyan applies on the top limb. It's like Chometz, it's something for Eimaham of Akeris. The institution we have, Bechiroz Chometz, started in the days of the Rishonim. They didn't have, a, didn't have any freezers, so they couldn't save uh, Chometz for a long period of time. So they used to have Bechiroz Be'imaham of Akeris. The Jews were farmers in Europe. A lot of Jews in America are farmers also. And they raise cattle. So the, the cow, if it's about to give birth for the f- <coughs> first time, the 50-50 chance it may turn out to be a male Vlad. It'll be a male Vlad. So you're not allowed to shecht until it gets a mum. Then you have to give it to a coin. So in order to avoid that whole uh, ASIC, you, and you're not allowed to make a mum. You have to wait till it develops mum. It could take forever to develop a mum. So in the meanwhile, people will violate me'ila behegdash. They'll violate avoida behegdash and make the animal to work for them. So in order to avoid that whole hassle, so the practice was, in the days of the Gemara, the practice was that they would sell a shutfis to the nochri and the behem ha'amabakeris, the behem of the female that's about to give birth. So that's metaltalim. And the Rishonim worked it all out. How do you sell metaltalim to a nochri? So the whole institution of Mechiris Be'em HaMavakeris is what the whole institution of Mechiris Chametz is based on. So uh, so the Rishonim have a machlekes. If there's a Jew who's a Meshumet, which Kenyanim does he have? Kenyanim of a Jew, Kenyanim of a Goy. It's a machlekes. The Ritvon or the Rishonim had a machlekes. Or let's say the husband became a Meshumet, he converted to Christianity to save his life during the times of the Crusades. So the wife wants a get. Could he send the get al shliach? Does he have to give it in person? There's no shlichas la'akum. A guy can't appoint the shliach. So that's a big machlokes. You have a million and one dinim in the Torah. Which dinim depend on kedushas Israel of your own kedushas Israel? Which dinim depend on the kedushas Israel that you have the Yerusha from your mother, from your mother's mother, and so on? The fact that the Chumash records Shiras Hazinu, uh, Shiras uh, Oz Yashir, implies that it was a proper thing. So the Gemara learns out, Adin, that whenever the Jewish people have a Yeshua, Me'avdus Lecherus, you're obligated to praise HaKadosh Baruch, to thank HaKadosh Baruch, you have to sing Shira. So the Gemara says, 
on the occasion of the Nes Purim, it was a bigger Yeshua. It was Mimabas Lachaim, Misa Lachaim. So Gemara says it should be a Kavachaim. Mami Abdus Lachairus, the Chumash records that the Jewish people said Oz Yasha means that's the proper thing to do. So Mimabas Lachaim Lakoshkin, how come we don't say Halel on Chanukah? So the Gemara gives three answers on the Kash. So there's a famous Chuvah in the Chasam Seifer. The Chasam Seifer says that Kavachaim is one of the Yudgim Lamidash Atarinid Reshadam. So it's a Dindaraisa. He says, Halalan Purim, the Gemara gives three reasons why, not, why we don't say Halalan Halal Chanukah, we do say. So some Sefer has a famous truth, Halalan Chanukah is their ice. It's not a Takana de Rabbanon, it's a Din their ice. Because it's a Kavachaymer. Then it's if, as a teenager, wrote his commentary on the Shiltas, and I thought to write a commentary on the Shiltas. The Shiltas is quoted here and there by the Rishonim, and no one ever uh, looks in it, so he wrote. And then, uh, years later, the one who turned out to become his brother-in-law, the author of the Aruch HaShulchan, Mrs. Aruch HaShulchan, was a sister of the Nitzit, her maiden name was Berlin. So, the Aruch HaShulchan also wrote a commentary on the Shiltas. And every so often in the Sefer, he quotes what he wrote, that his, I don't think it was printed, but every so often he quotes an Einfang, the same generation, two people had the same idea, to write a commentary on the Shiltas, because we use the Shiltas a lot. So the Nitziv, as a teenager, wrote his commentary on the Shiltas. So he writes, he's going to disagree with the Chassam Sefer. So if you disagree, you have to be respectful. The Ramban disagrees a lot with the Rambam and the Sefer Mitzvahs, always with big respect. He disagrees very strongly, but always with great respect, always calls... Harav. Always refers to the Ramam as the Rebbe, Harav. So the the Nitziv, when he wants to disagree with the Chsam Sofi, he writes, Hagoyen v'hatzadik ha'chasam Sofi. Usually just quote Chsam Sofi. You don't give Hagoyen v'hatzadik. But because he wants to disagree, he has to speak with respect. So he said, Hagoyen v'hatzadik ha'chasam Sofi writes that reciting Halal al Chanukah is a dinder raisa because Kavachimer is one of the Yudim Lamisha Tarnid Rashi's Ben. The Gemara says there should, it be, there should be a Kavachimer. Mami Abdus Lacheris said, Shir me Mavis Lachaim Lakoshkin. Mavis Lachaim was on Purim. That's the Kavachimer. And Chanukah wasn't me Mavis Lachaim. So it's uh, the whole Kavachimer. It's questionable. And that's, that's what the Chsam says. So then it says it's against an often a Gemara. The Gemara says, Beferish. In the second daf, in the second parak in Brochus. The mission in the beginning of the second parak in Brochus talks about being mapsik in the middle of Kriyashma, ben haprokim and beemtza haperik. So there's a bigger cooler to be mapsik, ben haprokim. And then beemtza haperik, there's more strict, less coolers to be mapsik in the middle of a parak. How do you know you have a right to be mapsik? So Taisa quotes the Gemara in Yuma, daf Yutas on the base, with Dibartobom. So the Gemara has an additional level of interpretation. You're allowed to talk in the middle of Kriyashma. It's a mitzvah. Mitzvah to talk. Mitzvah to be mapsik. What a mitzvah to be mapsik, what? And they covered abrias. If someone says, good job, it's good morning, and I'm not going to answer him, it's going to look funny. So you have to answer back. Good morning, good job, shalom aleichem. If they covered abrias, he answered back. So the Gemara has a shot, and then to what extent may you answer back? So they are covered, they are Europe, they are not programs out there. That's Lamasar Kosov Elochachonim. So the details are worked out in the first mission in the second Perak and 
thing is the Mishnah is you give them an off thing, Mars you dial them an off. I'm not mistaken. So it's a machlek is hatalam. Rabbi Rabbi, to what extent you're allowed to be mafsik? So the Mar and you dial them an off and brachas has a question. What about in the middle of Hallel and Chanukah? Should I say it's a kalachaymer? Ma'adach and the Kriyashman is a din there. I say you're allowed to be mafsik. Hallel Chanukah is only the Rabbanon. Should I say no? Maybe Hallel Chanukah is mocham because he's supposed to accomplish. Vesuminisa, if you're going to be mafsik in the middle, you take away from the vesuminisa. But the Gemara said the fair is halal chanukah is only the rabbanon, so that's what the nitzib says. How can some sefer say halal chanukah is the raisa? It's against the rafa nigemar. So uh, around forty years ago, a group of Hungarian Talmud Chacham got together and they put out a volume, her oris, on all the tshuvas of the some sefer. Or is by the Talmidim of the Chsam Seifer. So they all quote the uh, Talmidim of Chsam Seifer worked on this kash. How can the Chsam Seifer say, Allah Chanukah is their Isa? The Gemara said, the Pharisees is only the Rabban. So basically they say, the Chsam Seifer said there's an obligation in our Torah to recite how, how much you, you have to say, all the four pages of Allah. In the Siddur, it's a few pages of Allah. But our Torah, if you say two psukim, is also good enough. The Gemara is discussing. Greeting people, good Shabbos, Aleichem Shalom, good morning, something, Shalom Aleichem, something, greeting or answering a greeting. Mars talking about being mopsick in the middle of Hal. When I told you, you could have ended the hollow after the first posse, Hallow Abde Hashem, he could have said one or two psukim. The fact that we say so many psukim and so many pages in the Siddur, that's only with the Rabbanon. So that's what the Gemara says, to be mopsick in the middle of Hal. That part of Hal is only the Rabbanon. You could have been Yetzir with the first psukim. But when they established the Medina, so they asked one of the big Rabbanim who, who wrote a Tshuva Sefer, Kol Mavasa, Meshulam Broth, was a, a fantastic uh, Goyen. He looked in his Tshuva, fantastic. He knew everything. It was Kol Atarakulu, he knew. So the Rabbanut asked him, he should give the Psak on reciting Halal on Yom Atzmalut. So he wrote a Tshuva, we don't have to make a takana because some Sefer says that it's a dinder isim. Whenever you have a Yeshua, it's a dinder isim. So uh, Rav Neiria, at the time, become Neiria wrote uh, a letter to, to Rav Meshulam Ruach, the author of the Kormamasa. He said, but the Nitziv Tainas against the Chasam Sefer, the Nitziv Tainas, you're learning out from Az Yashir, that's only Hal Bishasanes, Hal Bishasa Yeshua. Every year, every following year, Zechelanes, that's only a Chiv Hal of the Rabbanon. The Gemara says Hal Hanukkah is the Rabbanon. What about the Kalvachim of the Chsam Sefer? So then the Tzib says, no, the Kalvachim of the Chsam Sefer was only the Sehal of Bishasanes. As Yosha has recited on the occasion of Itzias Mitzrayim. So on the occasion of the Hakamas Hamdi, an occasion that they won the war, that uh, makes sense. That halal is their isa, but halal zechelanes, that's only the rabbanon. That's uh, famous from the ritziv. Difference, difference between halal bishasanes and halal zechelanes. <coughs> On the pasuk zekelani anvehu. The Gemara has three levels of interpretation on the word vianvehu. So the one pshat is nove. Nove is a home. Zekeli vianvehu. The Tagmonkelis translates evnele beis magdusha. I will build a home for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Build a beis hamidrash. 
Then the Gemara has another interpretation. Miloshen noy zekeli v'yanvehu. I will do mitzvahs in a bekavadika way. You learn from here the union of noy mitzvah. Shouldn't just have, let's say, people go with shoes. They go with rubbed off shoes that the, all all the all the dye on the shoe is gone. People like to have fancy shoes, nice clean clothing. So you want to have a talus issue. You shouldn't have an old yellow talus that's worn out, that's smelly. You should have a pretty, a brand new talus. Have a nice, a nice pair of tefillin. Everything should be noye mitzvah. I will make noye mitzvah. What does it have to do with zekeli? That's a little bit problematic. So there's another medrash, the Sefer Haredim. Sefer Haredim was written... In the 1500s, the late Mishan, early Achran, Kubel. So the Sefer Haredim quotes a medrash. It's a medrash on the Pesach, Res Yehuda Shalach Lafon of Goishna. When, when Yankel Avina, with all the Shvatim, everyone is going to, down, go to down, going to go down to Egypt for the goal at the beginning of the goal of Mitzrayim. So it says, Res Yehuda Shalach Lafon of Goishna. Yankel Avina sent him as the Shliach. So the Medrash says, Shlucha Shalodim Kemaisai, and the mitzvahs, okay, neutral comment. And then it goes off, and the mitzvahs are Shluchim Shalakadish Baruchu, and therefore Shlucha Shalodim Kemaisai, so the mitzvahs represent Akadish Baruchu. So because they are the, the mitzvahs are the Shluchim Akadish Baruchu, that's why we have to have Noye Mitzvah, because we're, we're beautifying Akadish Baruchu. That's how the Medrash here understands how Gemara and Shabbos, that Kaili. The mitzvahs represent Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yanvei. I will do noye mitzvah. You have to do a mitzvah in a beautiful fashion. Then the Gemara has a third interpretation. The Yanvehu is a combination of two words. Anivahu, mahu afato. We were all created b'tzelam alakim, and Hakadosh Baruch instructed all the Jewish people. Alachta We should see to it that we should preserve. That's Selim Alakim. So you have to go in the ways of Hashem. That's Anivahu, Zekeli, Anivahu. I will try to imitate the ways of HaKadosh Baruch in order to preserve that Selim Alakim that I was born with. The last Pasuk in Shira Sayyam is a big machlekes to Ibn Ezra in the Ramban and Chumash, which is the last Pasuk. So in the Siddur, at those who say that far, I usually can't say all that because they, they done so quickly. So the last Pasuk says twice, Hashem Yimlach Yonavod, Hashem Yimlach Yonavod. Why do you say it twice? If you say Shema, Shema, Meshaskin, it sounds as if you believe in more than one God. Why do you say Hashem Yimlach Yonavod twice? Like the... Like you say, the last Pasuk in Tehillim. How does it go? The very end. I already forgot. Why do we say it twice? We're implying as if we really want to say more. But uh, we don't know what to say. We, we, can, we can't say more. So we say the last Pasuk twice to imply we would wish to say it again. So the last Pasuk and Azi Asher also, we say Hashem twice on the assumption that that's the last Pasuk in the Shia. But then you have the next Pasuk. So the Ramban so that uh, I forgot it. I think the Ramban says Kivasus Paro is a historical footnote. That's not part of the Shira. When they sang the Shira, the last person that said was Hashem Yimlach That's where the meaning is that we say it twice. Abu Drab. 
has the meaning that we say twice. But the Ibn Ezra, I think, learns not so. Kivosus Paro, they sang it. That was part of the Shira. That was the last Pasuk in the Shira. So the Pashtus is, when you look in the Machzah Shekel, Machzah Shekel is a commentary on the bottom of the page of the Morgan Avram. Morgan Avram was written very, very much Bikitzer. Rapsal Rechik uh, used to give Shurem and Shulchan Ochen Morgan Avram. So he thought, maybe there's a, such a historical tradition, he thought that uh, the Magad Ram probably gave a shiur every morning after davening and Shulchan Aruch. And then he would jot down Bikitza, just uh, to remember. He would jot down briefly. He wouldn't, he wouldn't always write full sentences. Sometimes he writes a half a sentence. He never writes a full paragraph, that's for sure not. He tells you, look over there. What did he mean, look over there? A lot of times it's not clear what is he what is he sending you to look somewhere else. So the, that's what the prima garden does. But the uh, machtashekel is even more so. Machtashekel printed on the page. Machtashekel explains all of the references of the Morgan Avram. So the machtashekel writes that there are two traditions by the sofrim. Shira Sayam has to be written like a shira. You write it like a poem. You don't write it like prose. So you have empty spaces all over the place. Sometimes you have two empty spaces in a line. Sometimes you have one empty space. Sometimes you have three empty spaces in the middle of a line. It has to be written like a shira. So that's the derechidufim in hogim. And the Gemara says, if you write any other parsha in the Chumash like a shira with empty spaces, Sefer Torah will be puzzled. <coughs> if you write the shira sayam or you write hazinu, it's also written like a poem. If you write it like prose, the Sefer Torah will be puzzled. So there's a machloikis, that's liikuva. Half all the Sifritar in the world are puzzled because Kivasus Paroi, many write it like Hashira and many write it like prose. Because we assume, so, so, we, so the Machta Shekel assumes that it depends on this Machloik is the Ibn Ezra and the Ramban. If you all like the Ibn Ezra that they sang Kivasus Paro, that was the last Pasuk in the Shira. So it has to be written by Hashira. If you all like the Ramban, the last Pasuk in the Shira that they sang was Hashem Yimel so then, Kibos' Paros is prose. It's a historical footnote. This Shira that we just recited was uh, recited on the occasion of Kriyos Yamsu. Today, most of the Sifrei Torah in the world, I think, have the last Pasuk written like Shira. They have empty space in the middle. Even though we say Hashem Elch twice, so we're, we're assuming like the Ramban, that the Shira ends with Hashem Elch Yonavod. Kibos' Paro is a historical comment, historical footnote. It's not a kasha, even though it's not part of the shira, but it's a historical comment on the shira. So if you write it, as, maybe it is supposed to be written as a shira, but it's really an issue that's the kuva. So half of the sifrit Torah in the world are puzzled because either it's supposed to be written like a shira, it's supposed to be written like like prose. It's an issue. After Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, on the way to go to Harsinai, look, took seven weeks. That's why we count Sphira. <coughs> so on the way, they stopped off in the city Mora, and the water was bitter. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed Moshe Abbein, Vayurei Hashem Eitz, Vayashal Chalamoyim, Vayim Tukamoyim, Shom, Som Lachok HaMishpah, Vishom Diso. So the Gemara says, some of the dinim were given in Mora. Which dinim? So the Gemara says, Dinim was given in Mara. Dinim. What do you mean Dinim? Dinim is from the Shevet Mitzvah. What was added on in Mara? So the Gemara says, Knossos. The B'nai Noach don't have any Knossos. They only have Maman. 
and the requirement that you need a bezna of three, and you need a bezna of 23 for Dinah Nefosh, is that began in Morah. Because by Dinah Benenoch, it's Benenoch is Nidan Bey Dechot or Bedai Dechot. Even Dinah Nefosh, you don't need more than one Dayan. All you need is one judge. So that's the word Mishpat means Dinah was given, it was enhanced. What is Chok? There's a famous marriage that Paraduma was given. Immor. It's questionable whether that medrash is correct or not. But we usually assume Chok refers to Paraduma and Mishpah refers to Dinim. And then the Pasuk says in Osiris Adibros, Kabeda Sadecha Vesimecha Kasher Tzivcha Hashem Alakecha. So that says in the Lucha Shniyas, there are slight discrepancies between the text of the Luchas in Parshas Yisrael and the way it appears in Parshas Vaischanah. So was it that there was a discrepancy in the luchas? No, it says, Second luchas said exactly the same as the first luchas. So what did it say? So the Ramban HaChumash writes, Ramban HaChumash writes, whenever the Torah quotes what somebody said, or what it said on the luchas, it's not a verbatim quotation. HaKadosh Bechot tells Moshe Abenu, write like this. It could be that the fellow didn't say that. He said something similar. HaKadosh Bechot didn't tell him to write a lie, but it doesn't mean that it's a verbatim quotation. Take, for example, uh, the Yerushalmi learns out to din Eim Aaron Simcha B'Simcha from the Pasuk that Lovan tells Yankovin, Ma'aleh Shavuazos, Venit Tamochah Gamazos. Wait till there to Shiva Simat Mishnah. You just got one wife, another week you get another wife. Whatever <laughs> deal with the second wife. Malish was us. That's what Lavan said, Malish. And we're learning how to din from Lavan, from the Holy Tzaddik Lavan. He said, Baruch HaKad. The answer is, Lavan didn't say that. He said something else. HaKadosh Baruch told Moshe Abbein, right in the Chumash, the gist of what he said was, wait till the end of the Shishmah mission, then you can marry Rachel. He was working for seven years. He wanted to marry Rachel. And he slipped him uh, Leah. So he said, wait till the end of the week and marry Leah. So we're not learning out from the way Lovan said it. The Chumash quotes the gist of what Lovan said. But the Kodesh Baruch said, write it like this. You should learn how to din. So the same, the Ramban writes on Chumash. The Benezer raises a question. How come the Gemara is only concerned about the, conflict, the contradiction between the text of the Luchas, between Yisrael and Vashchan, regarding Zohar V'Shomer? Zohar there are other contradictions, there are other discrepancies. How come the Chazal not worried about the other discrepancies? That's even as his question. So the Ramban answers, the Chumash doesn't quote verbatim what it says. Chumash just gives you the gist of what it says. So with all the, what did it say on the Luchas? Could be it didn't say either text. Not what it says in Yisra, not what it says in Vazchan. It could be it said something else. But it was approximately, that's the gist of what it said. Basically the, they're both the same. Could be there was a third text, but really appeared on the Luchas. But Zohar Shamar, that's not, the gist is not the same. Zohar is an essay, Shamar is a lois essay. So which was it? That's what the Chazal had to say. Zohar But as far as all the other discrepancies, it could be that it didn't say either. It could be it said, uh, the gist is the same, but the text could be different. So the So people think incorrectly. They think that the Luchashniyas had a different text from the Luchashniyas. It didn't have a different text. 
exactly the same text. There wasn't a difference. So what does it say? means like I instructed you when the when the Shainas were given. No. HaKadosh Baruch said this in Hasin. He proclaimed that service at Dibras. So what did he say? Kashet Tzibcha. The Gemara understands Kashet Tzibcha refers to Bimara, before they came to Arsina. It can't be that the Kashet Tzibcha says in Vaschana. It doesn't say in Yisrael. So some misunderstand. Kashet Tzibcha. In the Luchas Shnis, it says Kashet Tzibcha, what the Luchas Rishaynis. That's not Pshat. That's not Pshat. Kashet Tzibcha is what HaKadosh Baruch said in Arsina. So Kashet Tzibcha means that it was given before. When was it given before? The Gemara says Bimara. They were given the mitzvah, keep it out the end Where do you see that in the Pasuk? We usually assume Mishpat means Dinim. That the Gemara has a whole discussion. They were given enhanced form of Dinim. And Chok, we usually assume that it refers to Paraduma. Where does it say, keep it out the end? So that's where Rabbi Yosef Engel was a great Polish that died a hundred years ago. A little over a hundred years ago. So he uh, has a suggestion about Chok HaMishpat, a very interesting suggestion. The Achreinim have a discussion, the Rishonim HaChumashan, and the Achreinim have a discussion regarding the nature of the mitzvah of Kibraviyah. Is it a mitzvah bin al that we should feel a debt of gratitude towards our parents, that they took care of us, they brought us into the world, they took care of us? Or is it really a mitzvah bin al because the Gemara says, Shlosh Yishut from Yesh Ba'odam, to bring about that a baby should be born, you need three partners, the father, the mother, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is invisible. So he says, if you'll show covet to your parents, I will consider it as if you showed covet to me. And if you'll be disrespectful of your parents, I will consider it as if you were disrespectful to me. So many poskim assume that the mitzvah kibbut aliyam is really bin adam lamakam, not bin adam that's what some of the Mephosh say, that Seres Adibras were lit, written with five on one law, five on the other law. Merish has two opinions about that, whether all our Seres Adibras were written on all four sides of the Luch, each one of the Luchas was a cube. Amalamalamalamalama, it was a cube. So one opinion Merish is, all our Seres Adibras written one, two, three, four. Four times on this cube, four times on the, eight times it was written. All, when we have a Parechis in the Shul in front of the Arkadish, Nobody has all ten. You have five and five. That's the more popular opinion. But the Medrash has two opinions. They didn't, they didn't see the luchas. No one knows what, what, how many mitzvahs would get written, written on each law. Nemiri, in his introduction to his Sefer on Shaz, they printed in the beginning of Brachas. In Europe, it used to be printed in the beginning of Nadar. And in America, they printed the beginning of Brachas because we usually start from Brachas. I think the Miri quotes in the Yeshivas in the days of the Goynim that they used to start, they had a different Seder, Alimon. I think they used to start from the Dorm, if I'm not mistaken. So that's why the Hakdom of Tushas is uh, before the Dorm. And Europe, my father had uh, the European edition of the Miri at the Dorm. That's the only, that's the only Miri that we had at home, is the Miri at the Dorm. So the Miri quotes a Medrash that the f- it's five and five, and the sixth Dibur is related to the first. Anochi Hashem Elokecha. Then on the other side it says, Lo Sirtzach. I created man B'Tzalem Elokim. And if you kill a human being, I consider it as if you don't believe in God. Human beings have Tzalem Elokim. 
Then it says, "Yilo hoichem achayim alpana." You're not allowed to worship Avodah Zarah. So it says, "Loisinov." A woman who's married is not allowed to run around with somebody else other than her husband. So that's "Loyola hoichem achayim alpana." The Jewish people are married to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Then he continues to explain how each one of the Aseret Sadibris is connected with his counterpart on the first on the first luach. So so. And many of the Farshimish claim that the first five of us have Sadibas are Bin Adam Lamakam and the last five are Bin Adam Lachaveru. So Kibiravi Aim is the is the fifth one. It's on the first law. So they're assuming that it's Bin Adam Lamakam. And others say no that it's Bin Adam Lachaveru. We owe a debt of gratitude to our parents. So that's why we have so there's a deal in Halochalamaisa with Nafkaminis Ladidim and Haskinah has and others, Maram Shik has, which is it? So Rabbi Yasif Engel has a Polish suggestion. So he says, the Gemara says in Erevin at the end of the first parak that for two and a half years, the Shaman Basil had a debate whether Nochla Adam Shalai Nivra Mishinivra, Nochla Adam Mishinivra, would it have been better for mankind that they should not have been born into the world? Or is it better for mankind that they were born? Is it better that we were brought into the world or not? So then the Gemara says, after two and a half years, it came to the realization, Nimda Vigamru. It would have been better we should not be brought into the world. So Tosis has a comment on that Gemara. That's only if the person is an Odom Benini. But if he's a Tzadik, Ashrei love, Ashrei Ledor, it's his praises and the praises of the generation that they have such a wonderful Tzadik. Of course, it's Nachlosh and Nivra, it's better. So Yosef Engel says, what's the story with Kibar Aviyek? Do we owe a debt of gratitude to our parents? The Gemara says, Nachlosh and we should sue our parents. They put us into this mess. They brought us into the world. Would have been better we would not be brought into the world. So it has to be only Ben Adam Lamak and can't be Ben Adam We don't we don't owe a debt of gratitude to our parents. Unless we're unusual tzaddikim. And they said that's a different story. So whether it's a chok or a mishpat, is it Ben Adam Lamak and It depends on you. So he interprets maybe that's the pshat. Sham in Mara Samla Chok and the Akarjbal gave us chok paraduva and mishpat is didim. And then he gave us a funny mitzvah that sometimes a chok and sometimes a mishpat. If the person is nothing special, then it's a chok. Then it's a mitzvah bin adam ha-mokam. It's a way to show kavit ha-kosh But if the person turns out to be a tzaddik, then it's going to be all out of gratitude to the parent. Then it's a mishpat. That's a v'yesel fegel scharifus. His mother passed away, so he put out a sefer shevda nechemta, seven essays. He should have an achama for the passing of his mother. So one of the seven essays is regarding the mitzvah of kibir aviyan. Yosef Engel always has Harifas. Then the Jewish people came to Midbar Sin and they were given one the matzah that they brought out of Egypt they ran out of so they needed something to eat so the man came down from heaven and they were given the mitzvah of Shabbos because the man only came down six days on the Shabbos, the man didn't fall down. So, there is an issue in halacha, where is the international dateline? So if you look in the, when the Miri Yeshiva had their Nesa uh, Hatzola, when they ran away from the Nazis, so they were in Japan for a while, then they went to Shanghai. So they were Shaila was halacha said then, the Umas Oilam have uh, the international dateline going through the middle of the Pacific. It shouldn't, 
shouldn't bother anybody. So according to the um, according to the international dateline, which has no, there's just a haskamas or umas. So um, so the dateline is in the Pacific, in between Japan and uh, and that part of Russia. What, what's that part of Russia called? The south south. Siberia? Siberia, yeah, that part. Siberia. So that, uh, most assume that we don't follow the international dateline. There has no Mokim in Tanakh at all. So where should the dateline be? So, so the Chazanish has a whole essay, and uh, he quotes seven Rishayim, all say the same thing. Pshat and Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, the Abchafim and Beis. Rosh learn a different Pshat, very Dechig. But he quotes the seven Rishonim, the Balamor and the Kuzri and another five, who learned the same pshat that the Gemara is talking about the date line. So some of them hold that the date, the center, the Earth is a globe. A globe has two hemispheres, and since the mitzvah of Shabbos was given in mid basin before Maimon Harsinai, on the way to Harsinai, it was given in mid basin when the moon came down for six days on Shabbos. It didn't come down. So that's the center of that hemisphere, and the dateline should be six hours to the east. The Chazanish doesn't pascal like that. The Chazanish says the robe of the Rishim, that's what one of the Mepharshim on the Kuzari interprets that that's what the Kuzari meant. Six hours to the east of Midbasim. Uh, we usually, those who follow Chazanish, we assume that it's not six hours to the east of Midbasim, but rather six hours to the east of Yerushalayim. Because the Gemara says, Yerushalayim gavoy mikol Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael mikol Haaretzas. And it's not true. Yerushalayim is not the highest elevation in Eretz Yisrael, above sea level. The Gemara says, David HaMelech wanted to build the Beis HaMikdash in Einitim. That's not in Yerushalayim. Because Einitim is the highest elevation above sea level. And the Gemara knew that Yerushalayim is not the highest. And Eretz Yisrael is not the highest elevation. The Swiss Alps is taller above sea level, taller than Eretz Yisrael. So why does the Gemara make such a statement? Eretz Yisrael, and Yerushalayim, they're both not true. So the Balamor, Rosh Hashanah, learns it doesn't mean what's highest above sea level, how high the mountains are. It means by HaKadosh Baruch created the world, and Sheshis made Breshis, what was on top. We usually visualize the North Pole is on top, maybe the South Pole was on top, maybe New York City was on top, maybe Moscow was on top. Why it have to be the North Pole? So the so the Chazanish explains in this Balamar. It's a long Balamar in Rosh Hashanah. You have to read it slowly and carefully. Chazanish writes, the one who disagreed with him was Rabbi Tikhachinsky, Chanucha Tikhachinsky. Chanucha Tikhachinsky was a member of the British Royal Academy of Astronomers, I think. So he thought that he was the world's biggest expert on astronomy and on zmanim and everything. So he gave his opinion of where the international dateline is. And then he says, Rabbi, uh, what, what was the Chazanish's name? Rabbi? Karelitz. He says, Rabbi Karelitz doesn't agree. And he quotes Rabbi Karelitz and says he's wrong. And then he was corresponding with them. Then he says, then he writes later, a few chapters later, he has a long book on the dateline. Then he writes a few chapters. Harava Goin, Abarin Shai Karel. Then a few pages, a few chapters that comes. Agoin Hamufla. Then Agoin Balachazanish, but he still didn't give in to him. He still, when you get to the end of the book, 
he still didn't get into the Chazanish. And, uh, and, uh, but he, as he goes on and he corresponds with him, he realizes that he's dealing with someone who's a great good. So, um, so Rav, the Chazanish starts off his essay. He says, people are very sharp, have a tendency, when they read a long, complicated essay, they read the first ten lines and they catch what the author wants. And they don't read carefully the rest. So he says, somebody misread the Balamor, means to Kaczynski, because he's a super genius, and he read the first ten lines, he thought he understood it. He said, I have a shvach hakot. Hananish writes, I can't hop in the first ten lines. I read everything slowly and carefully, and it doesn't say that. If you read the Balamor, you see yourself, it doesn't say what the Kaczynski said. Kaczynski claims that uh, the international date line is 180 degrees east of Yerushalayim. It comes to Alaska. So that's not the... Uh, you read the Balamor, it's the favorite wrong. What the Chazanish said, the Chazanish said he has a Shvacha company, he had to read it slowly and carefully. It says 90 degrees to the east. So that's what some of the Mephorshim on the bottom of the page in the Kuzari say the date line should be... 90 degrees to the east of Midbasin, because the Shabbos was given to the Jewish people the first time in Midbasin in connection with the Mon. So the, the earth is a globe, and the globe are always two hemispheres, and the, the center, the top of the more important hemisphere was Midbasin, when the mitzvah of Shabbos was first given. Not Hasinai, not Yerushalayim, Midbasin. We usually assume not so, we assume like the Balamar. That Yerushalayim Gavoyim Mekalaritz is so that's all Gavoyim Mekalaritz means Hakadosh Baruch Hu created the world in Sheishes Meibreishes. Yerushalayim was on top. That's what it means. That that's the top of the upper hemisphere. The Chumash has a pasuk: "Ze'adavah Shatziv Hashem." Everyone should go pick up the man for himself, for his wife, for his children. So we usually assume Ze'adavah only applies, that's a Rashid beginning of Parshas Matos. All the other prophets say, Koyam HaRashem, and only Moshe Rabbeinu says, Zehadovah Shatziv HaRashem. When does he say Zehadovah, direct dictation, when HaKadosh Baruch gave Madin L'Doros. And HaShatzivah is also a technical term. A mitzvah means Noib Miyad L'Doros. That's the first Rashi in Parshas Tzav. He was talking about collecting mon. That was in Gansan HaHiru HaShor. So how can you have the two expressions, Zehadovah, means direct dictation, only a din l'doris. Ha-shetziva, two expressions, I mean it's a din l'doris. There was no din l'doris here. It's a problem. So I, uh, as a possible suge- su- suggestion, maybe the Zadav HaShetziva Hashem means this is a din l'doris, that uh, when a couple is married and they have children, the father of the household is mukhayif to go get a job. He's mukhayif to see to it that he supports the children. You can't just let him go. He'll go. There's a bris today, so I'll lead it to bris. Then I'll go tomorrow. Someone's making a pidyon event, and someone's making a chasan. Every day I'll, I'll send my children to go whenever people are eating, and uh, I'll tell my children go visit so and so's family when they're serving supper. So they'll give you supper. So that's not proper. There's a din The father of the household is mukhif to make a living and support the, the children. They should have food to eat. So the word Hayom appears three times. So the Gemara says that this is the mocha for eating three sudas on Shabbos. Most of the Rishonim assume that it's only Midirabon, that's Poshib Shad. So I'm a minority opinion that it's a Dinder. When Art Scroll first started, 
I think the first thing they put out was uh, Megillah Sester, and that was a big hit. And then they put out Zmiris for Shabbos. So in the Zmiris for Shabbos, they didn't have, now they have a whole uh, staff of people. Everything is read over a hundred times, and it's checked over, every word, every letter. Every Marmokim is checked over there, and they had a very small bunch of people. So they had a terrible mistake in the first edition that uh, someone misread what the Aruch HaShulchan quoted, about the man, the whole mocker for three suitors is the the man. Says Ichlu Hayam Kishab Sayam. The word Hayam is written three times. So the one who read it superficially thought that it had something to do with Haman. So he writes that Haman had a party. With <laughs> it was talking about Haman. Then the second edition they corrected. It had nothing Can't to do with Haman. Yeah. <laughs> so they corrected it. Once in a while, Hatzkol makes a mistake. <laughs> The Rishonim have a machlekes. Why are women mechuyiv in shalasudis? The Rabbi Natam says, "Afen hoi biasanes." It's zechel the nes of the months. So the women were also involved. The Ran in Shabbos Perek Kisve quotes the Rabbi Natam, and he disagrees. Said, "What Rabbi Natam have to say?" Afen hoi biasanes. He should have said, "Zochu v'shamer b'di berechot nemru." Women should have been part of a kiddush because it's a mitzvah. Says the Shazman Grama. But it's an exception to the rule because everything by Shabbos is one big package deal. Since the women are mechuyiv and shama, shama is a loisese. Loisese says, my grandma women are mechuyiv. So the women are mechuyiv and zocher as well. So it's a machleik is there on there, I've been why women are mechuyiv. So Shlemek Kluge lived in the Chesidish community. And the meaning by the Chesidim is that women don't eat shalashudas. The women are in the kitchen when the husband says, I'm oitzi. They're not Yotzeh, but Lecha Mishnah, and they, and they don't have Shalvashudas. So he comes to defend the Minik. So he says, well, it's a machleg, it's the Ran and the Rabbein Atam. Why women? I'm a chayv. So the Rabbein Atam disagrees with the Ran, the Ran disagrees with the Rabbein Atam. So he left with nothing. So the women are not a chayv. Sacham Abadi has a taina. What did he wave a magic wand over here? They both said the same thing, bottom line. The women are a chayv and Lecha Mishnah. The women are a chayv and Shalvashudas. They just gave two different reasons why. You can't say each one disagrees with the other, say left with nothing. The women are mechuyiv. It's not right. The women are mechuyiv. The Mogad Avram quotes that there was, a, for many generations, there was a minig. It says, Some of the people went out. The Rashi says, The same two troublemakers. They put Mon out on Friday night. And then we're going to find that on Shabbos morning to show the people that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know what he's talking about. Moshe Rabbeinu said, you shouldn't bother to go look for the mon because there isn't going to be any mon on Shabbos. It's not going to come down. And then we're going to show that it did come down. So the birds realized that uh, this was in order to be Vaza Moshe Rabbeinu. So the birds went and they ate up the mon. So they didn't find it. What do mean they didn't find it? They had planted it. They didn't find it even though they put it because the birds ate it up. So So every year on Shabbos Shira, there was a minik for many centuries. Many people still have a minik. You feed the birds because they deserve hakoras hatoy. You feed the birds some food. So the Magen Aram thinks that it's not proper because as it did in the Gemara and Beitza and Shabbos, you now have to feed behemoshal hefker. If it's if if I have a fish tank at home. It's my pet. I have a, a farm. It's my responsibility to feed the animals. Then you're allowed to feed the animals. But if it's not Amazon Malecha, then you're not allowed to feed the animals. So the defend and defense of this minig, which was a, quite an old minig, 
So, uh, so the latest farm right, maybe it is Mizanoisim Alacha, because we, and HaKadosh Baruch Mekapech Schar called Beria, so we want to demonstrate our HaKadosh Hatev to the birds, because they ate up the man that uh, they shouldn't be able to claim Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know what he was talking about. So that's an issue. Many people still have the many. At the end of the story, you have this story about Mechem Mesamolek, and it says, HaKadosh Baruch tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Ksosov Zikar Masev Simbios, Neshua Kemoche Emche Zecher Amolek. So the Gemara in Megillah, in the first parak says, we have an institution of Tanakh, three parts to the Kisra, where did the Tanoim get the right to add on to the Chamishu Chumshitara? Maybe there's only Chamishu Chumshitara, but the Kadosh Baruch dictated to Moshe Rabbeinu. Who says you have a right to have Nevi Maksuim? Where'd they get it from? So the Gemara in the first parak in Megillah comments on this Pasuk. So Zos, Ikarma Sefer, the three words, Zos, Ikarma Sefer is an allusion to the three parts. Zos, is a chamishu chamshetar, because Zikorin is an allusion to the beam, and Masefer is an allusion to Ksuvin. Just because there are three parts and the three words, so you say, uh, so that you need a little explanation. So have a Masefer, an essay about that. The Magad Avram, I'm not going to explain it. Um, it's a print, okay. Which Sefer? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I must have an essay about Megillah HaKsuvah Ben HaKsuvim. Wherever that that's printed in one of my swarms, I have I explain what what it's based on. Uh, the is a person didn't go to shul on Parsha Zohar, and we assume Parsha Zohar is a chiyum once a year, every year. Man, I thought you should hear Parsha Zohar. So the Magen Ram says if he goes to shul on Purim and he hears by Yavamalek, they lay the end of the list nine psukim is the kriyas Torah for Purim. The other Achanim say no, you have to lay timcha zechamalek, not moicha emche. You have to learn Parsha Zohar in Chumash Kiseitze, uh, I think. You have to learn Timche, Archiv. No, you're not Yotze with Mocha Emche Zechamolek. I'll just close with this. Uh, it, the final part says, Kiyor al Keisko, Mocham al Hashem, Bamolek, Midor Dor. What is the Keisko? You should say, God swore by his throne. You should say, Kisei, Yudke Vavke. Why is the Kisei is incomplete? And the Yud Kevavke is incomplete. So Rashi quotes from the Tanoim. Kozman Shalmolek Boilam, Ena Shem Sholem, Ena Kisi Sholem. The Kisi Hashem is incomplete. The Kisi Hashem is Hashem is the king over the whole wide world. He has full control. It looks like he doesn't have control at all. We have Tzadik Verala, Rosh Vetovlo. Putin is attacking Ukraine. I'm mean, Hitler killed so many people. Stalin killed more people than Hitler. The whole world is hefke. You have tzaddik v'ra'ala rosh looks if HaKadosh Baruch is not in control at all. So that's called ein ha'kisei sholem. As if, as if the throne of HaKadosh Baruch the king, is supposed to have full power over everything, looks as if he doesn't have full control. So that's what the, the tzlach is a safe on brachas by the Nodi of Yehuda. So he comments that the minigas for many centuries, the name, the city Yerushalayim appears in Tanakh over 600 times. I think they point out in the Koran only appears three times. Something like that. It never but, appears. Well, never appears. Yeah. Never appears. But in Tanakh it appears over 600 times. So it's always spelled Chaser. Yerushalam is missing the second Yud, except for three places or something like that. It rarely is written Molly. Why is it always written Chaser? Because the Pasuk in Yermia says that Yerushalayim is Kisei Hashem. Yerushalayim the Melech, the official Melech in Eretz Yitzhak HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
and his official palace, this Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is referred to as Kisi Hashem because Kozman that Amalek is Ba'elam ain't a Kisi Shalem. So Yerushalayim is the Kisi Hashem. So that's why we spell Yerushalayim Chaser. One of my daughters got married in Yerushalayim uh, thirty years ago. So uh, when he write the Ksub in Yerushalayim, he write a Chaser. When people get divorced. In Yerushalayim, they write Yerushalayim Chaser. They don't write the second year based on this, uh, an old minig. But many centuries, you write Yerushalayim Chaser. And why is it spelled Ko? So the Minchach assume Ein Hashem Shalem, Yud Kevavke. So Ko is the first two letters of Yud Kevavke. So that's why the Minchach has uh, an issue. He says, when a Sefer writes Yud K, he has already a Shem Hashem, Ko. Then when he writes the Vav, he undoes the Shem Hashem. Then he writes the final He makes it into a, a higher level of a Shem Hashem. So he raises an issue. It's not really Mechikas Hashem, but you're undoing Yad Yud Ke is already a Shem Hashem. When Yad Vav, he just undid the status of the Shem Hashem on Kor. So maybe we should write it backwards. Maybe you shouldn't write Yud Ke first. So he quotes some Achrenik came up with the Chiddush that just like in uh, Tefillin and Mezuzah, you have to have Ksiva Kesidron. So maybe Shem Hashem and a Sefer Torah always needs Kriva Kizid. Some of the came up with such a Chiddush. So maybe if you write it backwards, maybe it'll be possible, maybe it's only Kosh if you write Kizidron. So he raises the issue. So he's assuming that when you write Kor, one of the Zayn Shem, Shem Nimchakim, it's the first two letters of Yud Kevav. And Ram says, Kor is Miktas Men Hashem Amfarish. What is the Miktas? The first two letters of Shem Amfarish. So Lechik said that his father thought that it wasn't correct. His father thought that Yud Kevavke means how Yehoyed will be Yehiyah. So the Yud in the beginning usually means future, Yehiyah. So the Yud in the beginning of Yud Kevavke refers to the future. HaKadosh Baruch will be recognized in the future. Whenever you have a verb in Hebrew, so you have a lot of so. So, so the He Yud Kevavke, the He Vav in the middle is Hover. The Yud in the beginning of Yud Kevavke is Osir, and the He at the end is Ovar. So we say HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the future will be the ruler over the world. 